Amy, we've got a bunch of little nieces and nephews between us, but we've also got a catch-all gift that all of our siblings love for their newborns. You're totally right, and it's Pampers Swaddlers, because Pampers Swaddlers wick wetness away to keep babies drier and subsequently parents happier. Pampers Swaddlers absorb wetness better versus the leading value brand and provide up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologist approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Now you can try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. These wipes won't tear. In fact, they grip mess, shall we say, more firmly and clean better, leaving baby skin dry, soft, and smooth. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers Cash has no cash value. Hello and welcome to Ask Margaret from What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the face of motherhood, solving your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. Today's question comes from our Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash What Fresh Hell cast. And this is from Lauren who says tips for a four-year-old who legit panics about getting his hair washed. How can we make this better? At this point, we are washing his hair like once a month. It is so bad. It's confusing because he has had times when he was okay with it in the past. It seems like he will randomly be somewhat okay, but 99% of the time he screams, it's really sad. I have a dry washcloth so that I can keep the water off of his face, and I try to have him too with his head back so the water won't get in his face, but he still flips out. We tried having bath, shower, laying him on the back in the tub. All of them are equally upsetting for him. My husband thinks we need to wash his hair more frequently so that it doesn't become such an unusual event. He thinks he probably dreads it because it happens so infrequently. Thought? I had a kid who also really hated to be in the bath. And I think probably what needs to happen is you need to get underneath what is going on here. With a four-year-old, you have a chance of having a conversation about this. So I would try to get your four-year-old involved. I think once a month is probably too infrequently to be washing his hair. But I don't think going to nightly and making it a nightly battle is necessarily the answer either. I want to point you to an article from yourkidstable.com, and it is called Here's a Method to Help Kids That Hate Hair Washing by Alicia Grogan. And there are so many good tips here. And she begins, as I did, with what's the problem? Why is this kid having such a hard time getting their hair washed? And likely this is connected to some sort of sensory sensitivity. So it's good to get to the bottom of what's going on. It's possible for a lot of kids with vestibular sensitivity that the sensation of being tipped backwards is part of what is bothering them in the tub. If you think about a kid who feels stable sitting in the tub, when you tilt them backwards, they feel like they're going to fall into the water. And so one thing you can try right away is putting a strong hand on their shoulder and helping them kind of ground themselves while you're washing their hair. And if you find that with that strong hand on their shoulder and really supporting them that they have an easier time tipping back, that could be a sign that it is this vestibular sensitivity and that may help solve the problem. Another thing is that they may feel sensitive to the shampoo 
getting their head scrubbed. They may feel sensitive to the smell of the shampoo. So it's worthwhile trying to have a conversation with your kid about what part of the hair washing seems to be bothering them. Also possible that they're sensitive to water being dumped over their head. That can be a really startling experience. And so one thing you might try is letting your kid have more control, letting them take the lead in washing their hair. You're going to put the shampoo on their hair. They're going to scrub it in and then you're going to give them a clean cup of water to dump and get the water out. Possibly if your child feels like they have a little bit more control over what's happening in the bath, the hair washing will be easier. Another thing that you can try, which is suggested in the Your Kids Table article, which I hadn't thought of and I hadn't done, but it seems like a great idea, is bringing in a mirror, holding up a mirror. They can hold it on their own, a four-year-old probably. Uh, Otherwise, you can cut it tilt a mirror where they can see themselves, it may help them to feel, again, in control of the experience where they can see, here comes the water. You want to narrate everything that's going on. And so then as you're narrating, start to look for the clues for what part of this is bothering your child. So as you pour the shampoo into their hands, let's smell it. If you see that that's a problem, that may be the issue. Let's scrub your hair. And as you're scrubbing it, is that part of the problem? Is it the tipping back? The more you can be a detective and get to the part of this that is bothering your kid, the better results that you'll have. It's also something to talk about outside of the tub. You might find a book on the subject of, you know, Janie takes a bath and you might read it and talk about what parts of getting your hair washed might feel out of control or scary for your kid. So this is something you want to be working on all the time, because if you just address it the second they go into the bath, they've had some negative experiences and they're already freaking out at the idea. So you may practice this outside of the tub. Let's play hair wash and you may go through the steps of it and again do that detective work to try to figure out what's going on. The other thing you might consider, which I had for one of my kids, is a bath visor. You've probably seen them. You can get them anywhere on Amazon or whatever. It's a visor that goes over your kid's head so that the water doesn't fall into their face while you rinse their hair. If the water in the face is the part that is bothering them, a visor might really help. And then I think you can wash sparingly as you're figuring this out. I would aim for once a week. That would be my first goal. Make sure, of course, that you're using a no-tear soap, nothing that's going to irritate their eyes. Go with a really, really gentle shampoo. You want to take all the barriers out of the way. You want to talk about this outside the tub. You want to be a detective and figure out what's causing the problem. And in that way, bring a little bit more calmness into bath time. Lauren, I hope that helps. If you have a question for myself or Amy, you can ask them on our Facebook group or you can send them to questions at whatfreshhellpodcast.com and you may hear your question answered on an upcoming episode. Thanks so much for listening. When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play. And we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. 
you get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips. No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, whew, there is a lot to unpack. I'm Rachel Shepardota, and I am your host for the podcast, No One Told Us, where we tell the truth about parenting and let you in on all the stuff you really should have known about before having kids. I am the founder of Hey Sleepy Baby, but this podcast is so much more than sleep. We'll be diving into all the topics that you really care about and need to know while you do your best job raising those adorable, tidy humans. Our goal is to just make you feel less alone and less overwhelmed. There are so many things that no one tells us before becoming a parent, and I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us 